All right, welcome back to Lawler Arena. Mike Macknick and John Leahy with you. The score after one in game two of the hockey quarterfinals is there. Back one made nothing. Joe Pitani, the commissioner of hockey, is one Joe, I have to tell you, I'm looking around a couple times tonight and last night as well. It's almost surreal in so many ways. I mean, you know, I've been around it for a while and a lot of people, lot of people have. And things have changed so much. I mean, to, to imagine one day that, that it would be like this here, this kind of atmosphere is really something. Well, you, you can probably appreciate it more than me. You've seen more games here, but uh, even as an outsider, it's terrific. It's great for Merrimack, it's great for the league, it's great for college hockey. You know, I had a chance to watch the other quarterfinal series on my laptop during the game last night on the back network. And all the other buildings are empty, it looks like, you know, and I think maybe you had a little bit more. But the atmosphere here is uh, the reason why the you know, expanded media coverage and a lot of people in here tonight. And uh, it's kind of a sense of a historic night, maybe. So I, I can't root for things. i got to be an objective uh, observer, but I think this is kind of a special uh, situation. Was it the case? I mean, it almost seems like it might have been that, that back in January when the Nesson game was here, Merrimack against Vermont, just the atmosphere then. I mean, did that have something to do with the choice to, to put this game on tonight? Well, yeah, I think so. But I think it's a compelling story. I, I think the, uh, you know, they, they started, they've been going wire to wire, really, with the exception of the, of the, the weekend at Maine. There was Stefan out, you can probably put an asterisk uh, next to it a little bit, but if nobody goes wire to wire anymore. Everybody has a, a bad stretch, and they seem to have avoided that. And, uh, and it's an exciting team. I mean, I think, and then you look at the matchup between the two uh, the two foreign players <laughs> that everybody's talking about, maybe Dacosta and Nyquist are such skilled players. Um, so, and, and I think getting back to what's been done here to, to make the building a little brighter, a little more attractive, and so forth, there, there was a time that quite bluntly Nesson had, had indicated to us that they, they didn't want to come here. They, they didn't think it projected well. And I think the building itself and then the, the matchup and, and the way the team played it was able to When you look back over, uh, I guess, the things that have happened over the last few years here to uh, to, uh, to get the program, I suppose, to the, uh, to the level that it's at now, and obviously something, I mean, every league wants all its teams to be strong, obviously, and, and, and I know for, for a number of years Merrimack was the team bringing up the rear, and, and so for the last few years it's been that push to it's trying to, to get everybody on the same page and everything. I'm just wondering, you know, uh, both as a league administrator and, you know, as somebody who views it from the outside, well, you know, what do you see that, what have they done that's been successful? Well, I think I think Mark has had uh, a lot of experience, you know, in between these other, these other stops at, at Princeton and, and UMass, so I think he knows different things. I think he's learned from Coach uh, Cahoon, who's a, uh, a great guy, as we all know, and a local guy, and Mark being a local guy. I think Glenn Hawkins, the athletic director, has done a nice job in his area and giving support to the hockey program. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, everybody knows that certain programs have more resources to pour into their, their programs others. So it comes down to making smart decisions. I, I don't know what their budget was for, for for putting things in here, but it seems like whatever they had to spend, they, they spent it wisely. You know, sometimes you go into places where you, you see, wow, that looks like an uh, extravagance there, and they just missed up in the air. It looks like they made all the right decisions here. Well, looking ahead here, obviously, one of these teams is going to move on. Uh, could be Merrimack. So for the folks out there, we're trying to let them know what, what may be coming up. Uh, obviously, there's a game tomorrow night. BU's playing Northeastern. So no matter whether the series ends tonight or not, uh, we won't know until after tomorrow night's games are done who's going to play who and, and what time the games will be, right? Yeah, this is the 29th year for me working for a league. Uh, you know, 15 with BU's, 18, now 14 here. And this is the, the Saturday, Sunday of this weekend. It's always a special weekend for fans, too, because you're, you know, you're checking the out-of-town schools all the time. You're looking at all the different matchups. You're trying to project if this matchup and this matchup come out of it. Who's going to play at five next week? Who's going to play at eight? Uh, you know, the box of tickets is in the building here somewhere tonight. 
from the garden. And if the home team wins, they'll have plans to put them on sale. If, the, uh, if it goes another day, you have to wait. And if the visiting team wins, God forbid, uh, then they take the box back with them. So, uh, you know, there's, 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 there's played so many games so far, and we still don't know what it's going to look like uh, in six days. All right, so I guess we'll have to pay attention tomorrow. Uh, I know we have a split intermission, so I'm going to have to let you go. But uh, thanks, Joe. Get the alumnus in here. You know, you got to hit him up for his contributions to the program. <laughs> All right, Joe, great to see you. Thank you, as, as always. Thank you.